Voice of St. Louis original podcast. We've got everything you need to know about St. Louis and St. Louis Inns elsewhere in this edition of the St. Louis All Local. Today is Tuesday, January 30th. I'm Michael Calhoun, our top local story. The feds are probing St. Louis Congresswoman Cori Bush's use of funds to pay for private security, including security from a man who would become her husband and who would continue to be paid after their marriage. Punchbowl News reporter Max Cohen was first on the story. Definitely it is unusual to have a member of Congress whose spouse provides security for them and is on the campaign's payroll. That is not a situation we see very often here on the Hill. Today, Congresswoman Bush confirmed the Justice Department investigation as well as other inquiries, but maintained her innocence. These frivolous complaints have resulted in a number of investigations, some of which are still ongoing. The Federal Election Commission and the House Committee on Ethics are currently reviewing the matter, as is the Department of Justice. We are fully cooperating in all these pending investigations. In September of last year, 2023, after conducting a month-long investigation, the Office of Congressional Ethics found no wrongdoing and voted unanimously to dismiss the case. Local attorney Chet Pleban giving analysis says representatives can hire family members, but it must be for a bona fide service at a fair market rate. If it's legitimate, uh, I suppose that the DOJ subpoena and their investigation will go nowhere. Conversely, if she's funneling money for illicit purposes, if she's funneling money to her husband or whomever else who are not legitimately performing these services, then she's going to have a problem. Bush's opponent in the Democratic primary for re-election, St. Louis County Prosecutor Wesley Bell released a statement that says, quote, a DOJ investigation into the potential misuse of funds is a serious matter. As a prosecutor, I understand that Representative Bush is entitled to due process. It is my hope that Representative Bush will cooperate fully with the investigation and be transparent with the public in responding to the legitimate concerns they are likely to have, end quote. Former President Donald Trump will remain on the ballot in Illinois in the primary after a vote by the state's election board. During the meeting, board members Catherine McCory, a Republican, says while she believes there was an insurrection on January 6th, she doesn't feel that the board has the power to remove Trump from the ballot. There's no doubt in my mind that he manipulated, instigated, aided, and abetted an insurrection on January 6th. However, having said that, is not my place to rule on that today. Where are residents of a closed Midtown apartment tower supposed to go? This is Stuart McMillan at the airport Hilton, where a hundred or so residents of Heritage House are staying 15 days after pipes burst. This Army veteran says he's just waiting for his application to go through at his new place, but what about his belongings still at Heritage House? I got all my furniture in there. I got all my clothes in there, a lot of my clothes. My medicine I finally got out. It's been a challenge. Been a real challenge. I ain't never been in a situation like this. Residents can stay in the hotel another week. Some I talked with believe the property manager, Sansone, will have to extend that. I'm Sean Malone. St. Louis Human Services Director Adam Pearson says the frigid cold on Martin Luther King Day made the displaced residents of Heritage House a top concern for the city of St. Louis. And so obviously there was an immediate emergent concern about these individuals um, getting put out on the streets, but the donors came together. Um, some of these offices and, and networks came together to make sure that there was at least a hotel stay. Director Pearson says one of their top concerns was addressing the price discrepancy because Heritage House has not raised its rent in quite some time, and they wanted to make sure residents were informed that they could be paying hundreds of dollars more for newer housing. 
A Missouri state representative is filing what's being called the Taylor Swift Act. It would safeguard against AI deep fake violations that use someone's face or body and then are shared on social media. It recently happened to Taylor Swift. The act would allow victims to bring civil actions and would make it a felony. A bill that would exempt some people from having to pay St. Louis earnings taxes has taken its first step in the Missouri House. State Rep. Steve Butts says the bill targets the lowest ends of taxpayers. It's going to be somewhere around $30,000 or less. These people would be exempt or able to apply for a refund of their portion of the city earnings tax. That would be a maximum of $300 per year. It has its first hearing in front of a committee next week. The city of St. Louis is closer to being able to hold developers accountable for letting land and buildings they own go undeveloped and crumble. An aldermanic committee passed a bill giving the city the power to use eminent domain to acquire unoccupied, undeveloped land surrounding the NGA headquarters. Neil Richardson, CEO of the St. Louis Development Corporation, said as his team is compiling records and assessing the land. We are getting those records at SLDC and LCRA to ensure that, you know, we are following up uh, with those owners to give them every possible uh, option to rectify those issues before we have to uh, be forced to enact eminent domain. While the bill does not name names, much of the land the city could acquire is owned by Northside Regeneration and Paul McKee. His lawyers pointed to the NGA headquarters and the newly opened Homer G. Phillips Hospital as examples of the development they have accomplished. The KMOX business desk, the days are numbered for Chesterfield Mall. The shopping center's owners expect to start demolition of the structure as soon as this fall. Tenants' leases expire at the end of August. Many of those are now small businesses and not national retailers. Tim Lowe, senior VP at developer the Steinberg Group, tells the Business Journal you'll be able to see progress soon on the site's transformation from a mall into downtown Chesterfield. A lawsuit from department store Dillard's is still pending. The Honorable the Speaker, House of Representatives, sir, this is to notify you formally, pursuant to Rule 8 of the Rules of the House of Representatives, that the office of the Sergeant-at-Arms for the House of Representatives has been served with a grand jury subpoena for documents issued by the U.S. Department of Justice. That announcement from the U.S. House clerk yesterday threw Capitol Hill into a frenzy. Punchbowl News congressional reporter Max Cohen tells KMOX about the guessing game that it led to. Yeah, great question. You know, when the, the House reading clerk read out that statement yesterday afternoon, it, as you mentioned, it was vague. Uh, no one really knew the details and it sent the entire uh, Hill community into a flurry trying to figure out who exactly this pertains to. We confirmed pretty early on in the day that this was a House Democrat who was being investigated. We broke that news later that afternoon. And then we were close to confirming this was Cory Bush yesterday evening. And I went up to Cory Bush at House Votes actually last night and said to her, are you under investigation by the FBI? Uh, she just refused to comment. She repeated no repeatedly to my question, saying I'm not going to answer you, and then reprimanded me for approaching her saying she had a toothache and she wasn't to be approached in the hallway. So that certainly was... Uh, quite a sight to see uh, in Congress. And now it is confirmed the Justice Department is looking into allegations that Representative Cori Bush of St. Louis misused funds for her personal security. Bush said prosecutors are reviewing her campaign's spending on security services. How are her Democratic colleagues reacting in the House? So when I asked uh, House Democratic Caucus Chair P. Aguilar about this very incident earlier this morning, he said he didn't know much, referred us to the Department of Justice. That's what I assume will be the majority of Democratic responses saying, look, talk to DOJ. We don't know much. They're the ones in the investigation. It will be interesting. You know, Cory Bush is facing a primary challenger. Um, some Democrats in the House disagree with her positions very strongly with regards to Israel and Gaza. 
she's not everyone's cup of tea on the hill. I think it's fair to say, especially among Democrats and Republicans uh, love to use her as a punching bag or rhetorically for a quote that defund the police movement and what they see as the left wing movement of the Democratic Party. So I would not be surprised to see Republicans jumping on this right away. I don't expect House Democrats to throw a fellow colleague under the bus at this moment, but it really depends, I think, what the DOJ turns out in the investigation, which, again, maybe many months, if not a year from now. And on that investigation, local attorney Chet Pleban, brought in by the DGS on KMOX for analysis, was asked, can you use funds like this? It is legal. Uh, you certainly can use uh, campaign funds to hire, hire private security. And there is no doubt <coughs> that, that um, uh, Cori Bush, as she claims, uh, she's received uh, threats uh, no, in this day and age, certainly, uh, no doubt about that. The question then becomes, though, uh, since she was elected in, in 2020, there's some reporting that she spent uh, almost $800,000 in private security. Uh, so, yes, you can spend it, but it has to be certainly for a bona fide purpose. And when you're spending it, you have to be paying for that service at fair market value. So if you're not paying at fair market value, if you're paying way above fair market value, that's, that's a problem. Or if you're paying it simply uh, to funnel uh, cash payments to somebody else, that's illegal and that's fraud. Today, Representative Bush walked down the steps of the U.S. Capitol to reporters waiting microphones to speak on this. We are fully cooperating with this investigation and I would like to take this opportunity to outline the facts and the truth. Since before I was sworn into office, I have endured relentless threats to my physical safety and life. As a rank and file member of Congress, I am not entitled to personal protection by the House and instead have used campaign funds as permissible to retain security services. I have not used any federal tax dollars for personal security services. Any reporting that I have used funds for personal security, for personal security is simply false. In recent months, right-wing organizations have lodged baseless complaints against me, peddling notions that I have misused campaign funds to pay for personal security services. That simply is not true. I have complied with all applicable, law, applicable laws and House rules and will continue to prioritize the rules that govern us as federal elected officials. In particular, the nature of these allegations have been around my husband's role on the campaign. In accordance with all applicable uh, rules, I retained my husband as part of my security team to provide security services because he has had extensive experience in this area and is able to provide the necessary services at or, or below fair market rate. And Congressman Cory Bush goes on to list off a couple of other investigations that are also underway and then says that a third was actually dismissed last year uh, after they found no evidence to support that allegation. But again, Congresswoman Cory Bush of St. Louis is being investigated by the Justice Department. Uh, They are alleging potential uh, misuse of funds for personal uh, security. That's the reason given for a subpoena. No charges have been filed. I'm Michael Calhoun. Thank you for joining us. You can subscribe and stay up to date on your favorite podcast app.